Hello and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathemagician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the week perspective for Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Tuesday, already the 14th. We are almost halfway through the month of March. I can't believe it. I think I mentioned before that February and March in this year are the only two months where we have all of the planets in a direct motion. And I don't know about you, but it feels like we're just ripping through the days. Time just feels a lot faster. Now that might be my perception, but I wonder if there's a connection between that perception and the fact that all the planets are moving in a direct motion currently. All right. Well, yes, we're going to get to the themes for the week. A couple of announcements. First, uh, next week, in fact, next Monday, we have a new moon coming and it's an auspicious one, right? It is the beginning. It is basically the new year celebration for astrologers, the vernal equinox, right? When sun moves into Aries, we're also going to have a new moon at Aries, almost a, a, a happening concurrently. So it's a big week. So as usual at the new moon, a couple of things going on. One, we are having a Zoom meeting where we talk about the new moon. I'm going to do a better job on the link. So if there, if you're having challenges getting that link, please send me an email if you want to come and I will do my best to get that link to you so you can join us. It's at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time because, of course, we've had time change here in North America. And um, and then, of course, on the Tuesday, I'm going to be doing Talking All Things New Moon, so I'm going to need some volunteers. Yes, it's that time again. So if you'd like to volunteer your chart, maybe a new listener or someone who's never actually volunteered would be great. Um, I do have a list of people that uh, are just kind of standing volunteers, and that's awesome. I love that support. But if you're new and you'd like me to look at your chart and see if there's what would, you know, the new moon may need mean for you, certainly send me your uh, birth details. That's birthday, uh, time, and location as accurately as you can. And you can send that, of course, to my email, which is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. Okay, let's get to these themes. Well, let's look at some planetary ingresses that are happening this week. First of all, let's talk about the moon as I do. It is a quick moving planet out there. It does change sign every couple of days, two to three days, it is changing a sign. And so currently in Sagittarius, so fantastic, mutable fire. Yes, uplifting, positive, inspiring emotions may be coming forward. A little bit of adventure there. You know, the glyph or the symbol for Sagittarius is that arrow shooting out into the sky. And so it's really got this explorer kind of, uh, you know, swashbuckling. I don't know if that's the right way to say that. But this adventurous uh, behaviors that may be coming forward while the moon's in Sagittarius. Then by early tomorrow, the, the moon will move into Capricorn. Very different energy, right? Here it is, cardinal earth, pragmatic, grounded, achievement oriented, you know, getting that to do list done, maybe kind of the uh, behaviors that may be coming forward. And of course, it'll be in Capricorn until Friday, which is when I'm back to chat with you. Now, the other planet that's changing sign this week is Venus. And you know, a relatively fast moving planet, not as fast as the moon, but 
you know, one of the uh, uh, minor planets, right? It's uh, closer to the sun than we are. So it is pretty quick moving. Uh, Venus will be going into Taurus and it'll be there until April 10th. So uh, just a little bit less than a month. So it's uh, significant because the uh, Venus moving into Taurus, Venus rules Taurus. So it is in what we say is in dignity. It's in its own sign. It's kind of like my analogy is, you know, when you go visit your parents or your mom's place and you flop down on the couch and she makes you a grilled cheese. Okay, that could be just me. But the idea that you're just super comfortable. You're just at home feeling very natural. And this is the sense when a planet is in its own sign. So here Venus, the planet of love and compassion and how we relate to others and, uh, you know, joy, uh, beauty, the aesthetic, all of these things are ruled by Venus. And so it's feeling super, super natural, acting a bit stronger. It's in Taurus, which is fixed earth. And so maybe, you know, the pleasure factor always comes to mind when Venus is in Taurus. So, you know, getting real pleasure, say from a massage or from tactile, the tactile part of your life, you know, getting hugs and contact from other people, because of course, Venus rules how we relate to others. It's also, you know, could be around money, getting pleasure from, you know, the finances, or in really enjoying your money, as it were. Now, who's going to be affected by this change in Venus? Well, anybody who has a very strong Venus in your chart, that could be someone who has uh, Taurus or Taurus rising or Libra or Libra rising, because both of those signs are ruled by Venus. Or if you've got a lot of planets in the Taurus area of your chart, Venus is going to be hitting all of those. And so that could be you. And so this Venus might really affect you more than others. Well, I'm not going to lie, there are some really interesting aspects and aspect patterns happening this week. So I hope you're going to be glad that you tuned in. So let's start off with today, Tuesday, there is um, what I'm going to call multiple mutable T squares. So multiple because it actually involves the stellium that we've been talking about the stellium in Pisces. And so let's remind ourselves what a T squared is, it's a big right angled triangle. So we're going to have two planets that are opposite each other. And in this case, that's Mars opposite the moon. Wow. So that's really around fierce protection, right? Mars is this planet of defense, and the moon rules our emotions. So there might be some reactions and or yes, overreactions as we're swinging between perhaps defending ourselves, you know, that vitality and that, you know, sense of going to war. And then on the other side of the teeter-totter are our emotions and finding comfort. And so there's really this swinging between, you know, kind of two extremes in one way. Then in the T-squared, they're both at right angles with, as I said, this stellium, which is comprised of three planets. It's Neptune, the Sun, and Mercury, all in Pisces. And so I say mutable because all of these planets are in mutable signs. So it's quite, you know, receptive to change, as it were, to be, you know, that flexible, adaptable part of yourself. So when we look at how a T-squared works, as it's these two endpoints of this teeter-totter of this opposition are filtering into what's called the apex planet. Well, in this case, the apex planet, planet is 
three planets. And so it's this amalgam of energies of Neptune, the sun, and uh, Mercury. And so just kind of, you know, uh, brainstorming some ideas about what that could be. It, you know, this Neptune and Mercury together really is speaking to maybe dreamy messages. I think I mentioned on Friday talking about you know, looking at your dreams and seeing if you're getting any messages that way. It can also be about communicating your ideals, right? This idea that you're, you know, Neptune is about striving for ideals or the idealization, the, you know, trying to be this perfection, right? It could be around communicating that. And that acts as either a catalyst, maybe that's going to cause this, you know, um, imbalance between your reactions and your overreactions caused by Mars, or it may be around, or it could be a relief. Maybe it's a way of releasing this energy of reacting and overreacting by communicating, you know, your ideals. Then, you know, and I wanted to mention that that's only for Tuesday. That's only for today because uh, it involves the moon. And so the moon moves on quickly and uh, maybe be forming other aspects. Okay, so on Wednesday, there's lots going on this week. So on Wednesday, two mini grand trines. So now these are little skinnier triangles, and they're comprised of a trine, which is one of these lovely aspects, right? It's nice and easy. So the first one for Wednesday only is the moon trine Venus. So this can be really around some easily accessible, loving feelings, you know, finding comfort in relationships. The trine is very supportive and, you know, really gives you easy access to those loving feelings. Then this little mini grand trine, these two planets are both sextile with the apex planet, which in this case is Saturn really interesting. Now, the sextile aspect is very productive, right? You get a lot of use out of it. And so using Saturn, using this energy of authority and structure and maybe limits, um, you're going to get some productive results out of that. So productive results out of these loving feelings kind of sounds like boundaries to me, setting these really great boundaries to really enhance your loving relationships. Then the other grand trine is for both Wednesday and Thursday, different planets here. So the trine this time is between Mars and Saturn. And so this is really getting mastery over these boundaries or this, these actions about, you know, setting boundaries. It really feels like, um, these messages around boundaries this week. And then the sextile piece is with Venus. So again, productive results in relating to others or, you know, setting these boundaries to really enhance, you know, how you relate to others is, is really what's coming forward. And then on Thursday, pretty big day. We've got this stellium that I've been talking about. It's actually going to be exact on Thursday at 25 degrees of Pisces. So check your chart. If you're, if you know what your chart looks like, you can, you know, crank it out online and have a look at it. If you've got a lot of activity right around that 25 degrees Pisces, then this stellium is definitely going to be hitting your chart and activating that part of your, your chart. The other thing to look at is even if it, you don't have a lot of activity there, which house is it in? Which house is this 25 degrees Pisces in? Then these themes, uh, you know, emanating from the sun, Mercury and Neptune, which is what's in the stellium, are really going to be 
activating that part of your life. So what is what is this about? Well, it's it seems like it's like these really highly sensitive uh, messages or being quite sensitive to messages, perhaps being affected by things that you're seeing online, messages that are coming your way, communications that are coming your way. Keep in mind that Neptune tends to make things a bit blurry. So part of what may be happening on Thursday is disinformation, you know, things that are not necessarily accurate. And, uh, you know, it could be that the other way to look at it is perhaps they're going to be inspiring ideas, right? This idea of inspiring to the ideals of Neptune, so that the communication, the the messages, the ideas that are coming through may inspire you. You know, my little tip for you is if, if it feels blurry, if the information coming through is blurry, then you know what? It probably is. So perhaps the best course of action is to wait for clarity, uh, you know, wait for the dust to settle before, you know, really acting on any of these messages that are coming to you. Keep in mind the stellium. Remember, I started talking about it. It's been it started on March 10th, and it's going to keep on until March 20th. So we're basically in the middle of it. And all given that all three of these are exact and exactly in the same spot at this 25 degrees Pisces, it is at its most intense on Thursday. That is your podcast for Tuesday. Okay, a little bit longer than I normally go, but I thought that was worth having that uh, discussion about this stellium. Now, if that brings up something for you, certainly reach out. I love knowing what's on the minds of my listeners. So send me your questions. You can always get a hold of me through my email, astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. And if you're struggling figuring out your chart, if you're not sure about these online uh, software packages, I am a working astrologer, so I can certainly help you with that as well. Just be sure to uh, reach out and ask those questions. All right, well, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.